What's up, guys? Welcome back to the FSB Nutrition Podcast. Today, I want to hit you with a short, sweet episode on some of my favorite exercises, specifically my favorite exercises for building a lot of muscle, putting a lot of lean mass on your bones. Um, Today is my birthday, so I'm feeling super excited, super motivated. Um, Here shortly after I record this, headed up to the mountains, Keystone, Colorado, going to have a celebration with some friends, and it's going to be a really fun time. So I'm going to bang this one out and have some fun. So um, I want to touch on five exercises here that I'm not going to say they're underrated because they are utilized a lot, but if you are trying to build a program where you want to focus specifically on muscle building, uh, lean mass, then these exercises should be a staple of your program. So let's jump right into it. Exercise number one. One of my classic favorites is the barbell bent over row. Okay. Any bent movement is actually a great movement um, so long as you're properly moving with the hips and hinging as you should because in that bent position, not only like it's a row, so we're working the back, but not only are you going to work the back, you're going to work every bit of the core and also your legs because the rest of your body has to work to keep you from toppling over while you pick up that weight. So the barbell bent over row is a back targeted exercise but at the end of the day, it hits everything in the body. And that rule is going to apply to pretty much every exercise I'm going to talk about here. Um, Almost all of them. The next one is a barbell strict press. You probably know this as a barbell overhead press. Um, I love this one because this is a brute strength exercise. It builds strength and muscle um, very, very well. And this one is like a true testament to your strength because it's as simple as pushing the weight up and letting it come back down. And this one is an overhead press, so you don't have a whole lot of momentum and total body movement that can go into this one. Um, there is a very specific way to do these properly. If you want to see more on that, I actually just posted a reel on my Instagram recently, um, Instagram and TikTok. And it was a very good, uh, a very well-received reel. Uh, that one had a little bit over 10,000 views. So go see my reel on the barbell strict press and I talk about a few common mistakes with it, how to correct those and what a proper barbell overhead press or strict press should look like. And if done properly, they will help to build a lot of lean mass. Again, so much core strength goes into this one. Every muscle, all three heads of the delt, um, your back, your triceps, your biceps, everything goes into this exercise. Um, So it's a really, really good one. The next one you won't be surprised to hear is a barbell squat. Much like the barbell bent row, um, the barbell squat is one that while you are specifically aiming to target the legs with it, you can't do a barbell squat without everything in your body also working, right? If your core stops working, then you're going to simply just crumble under that weight. So it's not so much about just pushing the legs. There is a lot of core stability that goes into this one and a lot of upper body endurance and strength that is coupled with um, the hip hinge, the leg drive, all of that. 
So again, the barbell squat is one that works the entire body, hence what makes it such a good muscle builder. Um, you're probably noticing a theme here. Most of these exercises, when they, when they tend to be a total body uh, movement where they um, act as like a good lean muscle, lean mass builder, um, a common denominator is that the core is heavily engaged or heavily utilized to complete the movement. That's really important because everything starts in the core, right? So um, if it hits the core, if it targets the core, makes it work in order for you to even perform the movement, then you can be sure that this is going to be a good muscle building exercise because it is a compound movement, which means multiple things are happening at once. It's forcing the body to work in more ways than just one. The next one, which is a little bit contrary to that exact uh, rule, is a dumbbell chest press. Um, obviously, you're laying down for this. Therefore, the core and all the stability aspects of the things that you would do when you're standing don't play into this one. However, there's, there's a specific reason that I said dumbbell, not barbell, right? A barbell bench press is fine. It's a good muscle builder too. However, I'm a bigger fan of the dumbbells because the dumbbells do a couple things that the barbell can't do. Um, the biggest one is that we all have strength imbalances. We all walk around with one side of our body a little bit stronger than the other, and that's just from uh, the way we walk, the way we perform day-to-day -day tasks, we tend to favor one side versus the other, and we do these without noticing it. So one side becomes a little bit more dominant than the other. The dumbbell press, um, and if, you, if you're doing a barbell press, your hands are locked in in one singular place on the bar. Um, that sort of allows the dominant side to take over. With the dumbbell press, it's equal weight, equal weight distributed on both sides, which means that both sides have to work on their own to get that weight up. So while your dominant side might be fine, your weaker side is going to lack. And if your weaker side lacks, you're simply not gonna be able to press the weight. So this exercise forces you to go a little bit lighter with the weight and correct that imbalance, right? Um, this is why you will usually lift like let's say you can do a 150 pound barbell bench press. That doesn't mean you can do a dumbbell press with 75 pounds in each hand. Even though the total weight you're moving is the same, the 150 pound barbell doesn't feel like 75 on each hand, right? Um, and that's why you're able to move that weight. But if you put 75s in each hand, suddenly you go, what the fuck just happened? because we not only are targeting that weaker side, that lacking side, whatever that is for you, but also there are what we call stabilizer muscles, right? Little smaller muscle groups um, in the pectorals and the deltoids that have to come into play in order to keep the weight from moving side to side, forward, back, right? Again, with a barbell, once you grab that bar, you don't have to worry about one side of the weight falling over while the other one doesn't. With a dumbbell, each dumbbell can is going to kind of want to go wherever it wants to go. Um, that was sounded a little redundant, but you get what I mean. Um, you have to really focus on the balance and stability of holding those weights in the air while doing the press so that they don't just go where they want. 
And that makes this move all that much harder, which is also what causes so much more uh, total muscle engagement and therefore overall hypertrophy or, mu or muscle growth. So the dumbbell chest press is a big one. And lastly, one of my all-time favorites and most hated by most clients is the weighted walking lunge. And you can do this a couple of ways. You can put a barbell on your back. You can hold dumbbells in your hand. You can hold a dumbbell at your chest for a goblet lunge. It doesn't really matter um, as long as you're holding the weight. I prefer personally to do a combination of either the barbell on the back or the dumbbells down at the sides in your hands. Reason is goblet lunges are fantastic, but the drawback to those is that you can't move as much weight, right? So think about if I handed you a pair of 30 pound dumbbells and you had them in your hands, down at your sides, and you're doing a lunge. If I were to then hand you a 60 pound dumbbell and told you to put it at your chest for a lunge, very unlikely you're going to be able to perform that lunge as cleanly or efficiently as you did when the weights were down by your side. So when we do them with the dumbbells down at the side, you can not only move more weight, but it helps to, um, you don't have to focus so much quite on the balance, you can just focus on um, the actual movement, where you're feeling it in your quads and your glutes. And because this is a compound movement where your legs are moving in multiple planes, movement, movement planes, um, we're targeting every single muscle in the leg, right? The, the quads, the glutes, the hamstrings, the calves, everything are gonna work equally here. Not only that, we're forcing them through a range of motion that they might not otherwise get. So if I had to rank them, I would even put the, the weighted lunge slightly above the barbell squat in terms of overall mass and size builders. The one uh, other addition or benefit to a weighted lunge versus a squat, particularly a barbell squat, is that if you have lower back, uh, history of lower back problems, injuries, et cetera, et cetera, um, you eliminate the risk of further injury because you don't have that weight on your back, okay? So if you do have lower back issues or history of them, it's probably a good idea to stick with the lunge variation where the weights are at your side, not on your back. Um, that weight on the back can cause a little bit of spinal compression, and for some people that might be an issue. So uh, the weighted lunge in any form that you choose to do it is another fantastic muscle building exercise that completes this list for me. So to recap, we've got the barbell bent over row. We have the barbell strict press or overhead press. We have the barbell squat. We have the dumbbell chest press, and we have the weighted lunge. Now this is not a, an exhaustive list. That means that there are plenty of other exercises that could well go on this list and fit just fine. These just happen to be five of my personal favorites that I encourage all of you to have in your program. Guys, thanks for listening. Let me know what you guys think, and I will talk to you next time.